everyone to the Girls of Movement podcast where we talk to founders, influencers and all-round pretty cool people on our show. Today we actually have a super cool guest who I've known for a couple of years actually through the world of startups and he recently popped up on my radar with a very interesting marketing technique which I hope he can share. Um, he's a self-confessed sportsman, London-born and all-round energetic individual. So I welcome David Heller to the show. How are you David? Hey, yeah, good. Well, actually, I'm I'm really really tired. I've just had an insane couple of weeks, and um, I'm falling apart physically, but in good spirit. <laughs> in good spirit, that's what I love. The the one thing that I have to tell my listeners is your pitch when we first ever met was possibly the best pitch that I've seen of a business. Um, are you going to be carrying that through to your next brand as well? Pitching left, right, and centre. I, I don't, I'm, I'm tempted to, but I, there don't seem to be as many pitch competitions mm. at the moment. Maybe I maybe it's the wrong season, but I think also because previously it was a tech company, yeah, that seems to be the real flavour of of, uh, of competitions and of investment. And because my new company, is in some ways, a traditional standard product, it's um, it's probably not as as sexy, shall we say, as, as the, tech, <laughs> the tech bubble looking for unicorns. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, okay, so let's start off from the beginning. So, David, where your passion for startups and running is great, but where did it all start off? Um, have you always kind of had your own business or were you working for someone else? Where did it start? It's, it, it's, it's really, well, it's probably come from playing. It's probably the easiest way to describe it. So, I, I haven't always done startup, but I've always been involved in a stupid boy projects and then just um, just silly silly activities. And so I I joined Accenture. I was working there in, in marketing in a, a very comfortable but unstimulating role. Yeah. And during that time, I started putting on events. I started making my own T-shirt, designing those, um, and it's really grown from there as um, as I've grown in confidence and as I've also grown in experience and skill set to a certain extent. It just means when you get an idea, you then think, I'll do it. And you, you suddenly realize actually there's, there's very little that can stop you creating something you want to create. You know, you don't even have to have any skills in it. You just need to be able to, to have enthusiasm, connections and, um, and, and confidence. And, so it's grown from there, left Accenture to start with Zippy, which was Airbnb committee room. That was a couple of, well, we met two and a half years of that journey. And then um, leaving that, really wanted to do, so I've, I've always loved sport. And well, not always, I've, I've been passionate about sport for 10 years. And I've always had a product in mind that I thought, why doesn't it exist? And I thought, well, let's give it a go. And that's, tell me a bit more about Caffeine Bullet then. So for those who don't know, um, this is why I kind of re-engage back with David. It was, firstly, it'd be great for you to tell us about the marketing uh, technique that you've just kind of uh, ployed. Um, but has this always been an idea in the pipeline? Is it something that you thought, okay, eventually I would love to start this business off? It's, 
Well, I, I've run for about a decade now. And whenever I've raced, I've, I've, some people respond really well to caffeine, about 50% highly, another 40% well. Um, and I was one of those people that when I tried caffeine, because I didn't drink a lot in my day-to-day life, it was like rocket fuel for me wow. in a race. But there weren't really any products out there but utilize it. You've got your gels, but I, I mean, I personally don't like gels. I have shot blocks, and the, it means you have to take a gel when you're caffeine, or you, you're having the amount of caffeine you take dictated by the gel that you have. So some of them have 20 milligrams of caffeine, some of them have 100, 150 milligrams of caffeine, and, and really you should be taking kind of three to six grams per kilogram. Um, for your optimal dose and so it's a huge amount and most gels you'll never be able to achieve it but also you'll then be a slave to your your gel taking so i just thought why don't why isn't there a product that's nice easy to take that is ridiculously high in caffeine for when you race um but then actually for once i've made that it's just nice if you're tired before a training session or if you've got a really hard um all nighter that you're trying to put in the office or even when you're at home you just come in after a long day and your friend says come on let's get on it it's my it's my birthday those nights that you miss because you haven't got the energy it's 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 now just the product whenever you need some energy it's um something you can take really easily and and get you back up great stuff um no that's really exciting so Who's, who's, I suppose, your target market then, David? Um, are you kind of going for a lean startup marketing technique or is that, is that kind of, the, the email that I got was really exciting. So I'll let you, you, you explain, David. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd say lean startup technique often is, is what people say, but in reality, it's, I haven't got any money. Um, <laughs> and, uh, I'm kind of doing what I have to, but we, I mean, my, my intention has always been that why this is created first sports, endurance sports, but in reality, as with a lot of products, the, the wider market might actually be the, the mass user. Um, I mean, I, I don't know anyone who, who runs, who drinks glucosate, um, but it, it's used as a sports drink by thousands of people that name the sport, or millions of people. So um, the last thing for this, to begin with, has been using my network, which is very much running. Um, and so the, the first campaign has been to say, I'm going to run for 500 people's houses and hand deliver a free pa- a packet to prove how good it is for running, um, which now seems a little bit foolish. <laughs> I'm only about four days in. And it's yeah, really, really tough going. Um, but that, that, that's how we started our marketing, because I think as a product, it's something that when people try it, they'll talk about it and give it to their friends. and unless you have a 10% of people that caffeine doesn't respond well to, you, know, you are going to think, wow. And so for me, that just means actually strategically marketing-wise, what I want to do is just get it as widely as possible. So I'm, I'm starting with runners, but actually the intention is to try and sow little seeds in different communities. So one idea, what I did, for example, is to I'm going to be giving it out to all the vice presidents of Goldman Sachs nice. with a little handwritten note from me. And the intention is that then try it. So there's going to be a special offer in there to buy for all their friends, to buy for all their team. And then hopefully everyone in the city who's working you know, very long hours is going to start using it. And we'll do similar things for nightclubs, for students, for people who have 
um, for the army, for, for the police who do shift work. Yeah. And so the marketing strategy really is giving out the product for free because yeah. that costs me obviously far less than adverts or um, than any other type of marketing and then relying on the product and partly the charm and the novelty of how yeah. we're going to be contacting them yeah hopefully create something that is truly viral yeah definitely I mean especially with kind of food and drink I I look at kind of uh, rebel kitchen within London that is purely I mean I really do think that's grown on word of mouth and now they're kind of only just going into advertising as well but there's so many different kind of um brands which have been created through okay try it spread the word here's an offer um so yeah it's it's a great technique and like you say it's a lot cheaper than doing different i suppose advertising methods as well yeah i think as well at the moment everyone everyone seems to be obsessed with social media yeah and everyone has in their head that if you're good at marketing you can just make something viral you can just give it to influencers you can um do marketing that way but the reality is now facebook is so hard as a brand to get any penetration unless you pay yeah instagram's going to go that way and so in reality you know email is the best way of communicating people and driving people to emails is so important because you've got an email address for life and they receive an email yeah. Every time you send yeah. it, you know, they might not open it, but it, it's your messaging rather than Instagram, where some people may see it, but they just see a packet or a comment in the corner, and they're so used to seeing fifty tags and fifty hashtags in there. Yeah. And I, I just think the penetration there is, is reducing massively. And actually, what you really need to do is to understand who are going to be your real life influencers who are going to be the people that are talking to their friends we've got ambassador programs already set up we're doing student ambassadors right so that people are being rewarded for for their love of the brand we're basically making anyone who loves our brand we're saying we want you to love our brand more and we're going to give you more stuff for loving our brand and, and always trying to create this love relationship with all of our customers no, that's really good. And what I love about this kind of, um, I suppose it's quite old school in the technique as well. It's like going back to the times of door knocking and talking about your product. I mean, I know you're running and giving them the product, but it's mixing the email marketing with here's the product and I'm going to drop it off um, straight into your hand so you will get it. And I know that you've got it as well, rather than relying on the whole, okay, if I'm on Facebook and Instagram, I've got to rely on them getting through to the next landing page. Are they then going to fill out the form? But here you're just like, have the product for free and I'll give it to you. It's it's really good. Yeah. And I think as well, the it's, it's a lot of work, but yeah. In the three days so far, I've been to Aaron because I was racing there. I've, I've run through Glasgow. Wow. I've run through Birmingham. And, and these have been because I've had work or play in those areas. Yeah. And just yesterday, I was, I was in Birmingham and I'd announced I was going to Glasgow because I actually didn't have anyone in Glasgow to, to run to. I said, come on, guys, give me some doors. But um, yesterday, I met a guy called Glenn who I've never met before. He knows of me partly through racing, and he said he, I, I, I basically want to race at the weekend, and he was just reading about that race that day, and then I knocked on his door, and oh. he he was just completely shocked because he lived in some place near Solihull. I mean, it was about seven miles outside Birmingham. It was quite a lot of running, 
for one customer. But yeah. actually, he was there. And he was saying, like, I need to take photos. I need to tell my friends. They're not going to believe that you've run all the way here. <laughs> and if you, if you want something to go, to, to be viral, if you want some people to talk about something, you've got to do something special. You know, everyone's trying to do something a bit quirky. And if you can think of something that connects with your brand and really summarizes your brand, you can do um, that is then special linking to it. You know, I... I I don't have to explain what Caffeine Bullet does now. When people say, this guy, Caffeine Bullet, ran to my door yeah, to give me a pack. It's all they need to know. No, I love it. And that's that's why I love you, David, as well. Like, you're so, I love that the energy that you kind of bring. And this brand is all about energy and the kind of product itself is all about that. So, yeah, I wish you kind of the best of luck with it. It's, it's true. I think it's going to do, do really well. Um, but, yeah, please do keep us um, posted on that one. So what about, um, I suppose, your marathon life as well? How's that going? Um, have you got any exciting runs coming up? Yeah, I mean, it, I seem to eternally be in a loop of runs. But basically, I, I'm now lucky enough to be in a, a relationship with a runner, oh. which for most people... Yeah, I mean, for most people, it's probably the worst thing that can happen. But, um, <laughs> but because we both, it, it just means that running is easy, is now as part of our life. And so she signed us up to this big ultra in South Africa called Comrades, which is the, the biggest biggest ultra on earth, about 25,000 people. Wow. Um, so, yeah, I'm, we're training for that. And when you take on an ultra, uh, well, I'm, I'm someone who I don't really race unless I've prepared properly for it and trained hard. And so this year has been peppered with build-up races. We've had the um, double ultra at the weekend, the rat race for Valen. Um, went to Somaliland last month to run their first ever marathon. Uh, yeah, London, pacing London this week, then on to the beer lovers next week and the wow. dirty weekend, so the next month, dirty weekend, um, obstacle race. And uh, yeah, so it's a mix between some races and some of them are experiences and some of them, uh, the, the beer lovers or daily weekend where we're going with 60 friends and it's going to take us seven hours and just have an amazing time wow. but it's a training run essentially so um everything everything i want in a weekend is right there oh nice yeah no that sounds really exciting do you ever i mean do your ideas come to you while you're running or do you just completely not think about business while you're running like i've always thought that because when when i personally exercise like I just don't think I just think of what I'm doing there and then. But when you're running a marathon, like that's a long time of just with your own thoughts, I suppose. Yeah, I think running is different to a lot of activities because there is little variety. And so when you're doing something like the rat race of the ultra of Aaron, you don't think about anything other than the route because the whole time you're you're rock climbing, you are concentrating on your feet. But some races. I mean, Somaliland was, was beautiful, but for about 15 miles of it, I was running on a road through desert lands, essentially. And yeah, you you almost go, sometimes go into dreamlike states, but you, you think through everything in your life. And I, I know a lot of people who, who find running really useful for their mental health. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I do a lot of my brainstorming when I run um, because... There's, there's nothing to, there's no other, there's no influences to change, yeah. to stop what you're, you're not, there's no stimulus to change that you're thinking about. And so in, in the same way, sometimes when you dream or when you're 
you're daydreaming, kind of snoozing, and your thoughts go from proper thoughts into just weirdness and back again. You can sometimes get that when you're slightly daydreaming and a long run. And so long runs are brilliant for thinking through life's problems, thinking through ideas, and most of my videos and marketing ideas come to me either from what someone said or misinterpreting what someone else has done or from just my mind yeah, meandering as I, as I jog along. I love it. It's the power of running, I suppose. So many people say that as well, that they just like, I mean, a lot of kind of founders and CEOs, they do just kind of go on a run before they start their day because it's a way to just clear their mind and, and go for it. And what you were saying about mental health as well, like so many people rely on that running as an activity to just clear their mind. It's, yeah, it's it's really nice. It's great. Yeah, but I'm, I'm also trying to, I want to start changing work cultures because anyone who knows me, whenever they see me at a gig, at a pub, at a birthday, at a dinner, I'm probably in my running kit and I probably run there. And we're so caught up, um, particularly in large corporate, in having to wear a suit and a shirt, which is, you know, obviously our, our uniform. But there's a lot of places that don't have changing rooms and there's not really this culture of, it, it, it's seen as weird when I turn up having run somewhere. Yeah. And actually, it's glorious to be able to, today I'm going up to New Balance to try some shoes and running to the, the London Expo. Great. And it just means, I'm, yeah, I'm, it's cheaper, it's quicker, it's, it's nicer than going on the tube. Yeah. And if you can do that to all your meetings, then suddenly you know, we, we don't have enough time, a lot of us, to be healthy and to you've really got to want to or get into habit or create times of fitness. Whereas if we change how we perceive, I mean, I'm lucky if I sweat, but if we, if we change how we perceive exercise, suddenly all our time commuting can change into free exercise. And yeah. Um, yeah, that's something I'm really keen to try and promote. Yeah, no, that's just, it's a really good way of thinking. But, I mean, you are lucky that you don't sweat there, Dave, Dave so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I realise. I mean, I am. Yeah, absolutely. So, just on a final question, David, um, if you could give your younger self any advice, what would it be? Hmm. Well, probably probably be to do with relationships or with anything else. I had my heart broken a few times, and basically, don't give up. Um, you know, you're actually the longer it takes to find someone, I think the better the match you are for them to be the more you know yourself but um if it's to do with business um it's probably just try things play more yeah i, I think in, in people in, in people's heads there's this there's this concept that a startup or that a business is someone who quits a job and for two years works 90 hours a week on this thing that's going to be a, make them billionaire or they're going to fail and, and just sob and cry whereas actually just start doing things you love yeah. and See what happens with it. I mean, the number of little ventures I've tried that have come to nothing. Yeah, uh, you know, numerous. Of them. Um, but they've been really fun, and I've enjoyed doing them. But they haven't taken, you know, I, I haven't wasted time. It's been enjoyable, and I've learned these skills. But also, at the end of it, um, I haven't felt as if I've, um, I haven't felt as if God, that was a failure because I never went into it thinking this is my way out, this has got to be a certain 
you know, I've got, this is the, I'm, I'm looking to make money. It's just, I like running. Why don't I try that? I like t-shirts when I make these. And yeah. so I think I just say, just start, just start playing more, start playing in business, start playing in ideas. And I think ultimately, if you don't know what you want to do for a career, just start doing more and more things that you love. And eventually something will happen that will turn into a career in those areas. No, it's, it's really good advice. And I hear it like from my guests a lot that you should really do stuff that you enjoy rather than just chasing it for the money because they tend to be the ones that just go south and doesn't go anywhere. So, yeah, definitely kind of um, I completely echo what you're saying there. Um, start a business on something you love and then it can turn into a business, I suppose. Yeah, absolutely. David, thank you so much for um, talking on the podcast has been really good um, really excited about caffeine bullet um, and I'll await my uh, package and here in Coventry um, but yeah anyone who wants to find out more about David and of course um, the project that he's working on I'll put all the details at the bottom of the podcast thank you very much thanks David my pleasure thanks for having me on thank you Thank mm-hmm. you.